When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about an event that never occurred. We're going to talk about a history lesson that's never been given. We're going to go through an alternate historical timeline. We're going to do this because there's a lot of apprehension right now. And I think hearing this may set some people's mind at ease. Let them relax a little bit. So, to set the scene, we're going to say it's 1977. You live in Western Europe. NATO country. Three days ago, there was an election for Parliament. For whatever reason, just a little more than half of the members of Parliament that were elected, well, they're loyal to the Soviets. NATO doesn't know what to do. They want to stop these people from being seated. Because if they are seated, they may withdraw from NATO and join Warsaw Pact. But they can't really do that politically. The optics on that are really bad. They can't move in to a representative democracy and and stop democracy. doesn't make sense. And that's what all their propaganda is geared around. So... They're unsure of what to do. The Soviets are definitely watching, waiting to see how NATO responds. And when NATO blinks, when they freeze, well, it opens up the door for the Soviets. And two days ago, the Soviets said that if those members of parliament aren't seated, they'll send in troops to enforce the will of the people. NATO is at a loss They're posturing. They can't really do anything. It's at this point that the people of your country, a lot of them start leaving. They're trying to get out. But not you. Somebody has to stay and resist the onslaught, right? If not you, who? Truth be told, you knew it was going to be you if this happened. But you just wait. This morning, when you look out the window, there are T-72s rolling down the streets. Soviet troops walking alongside of them. The reason you knew that you were going to stay, and you knew it was going to be you, is because it's your job. Literally. You're part of a stay-behind organization, a stay-behind network. These things existed all over Europe during the Cold War. They were groups of people who were sitting around waiting for this eventuality, for a scenario similar to this. There were certain things that could bring them into action. And this was one of them. Never happened. But they were there. So, you are a highly trained person. And the opposition's right outside. 
What do you do? You go out there and take them on, right? The world's upside down. You've got to do something. No. You take the bullets out your gun. You're not doing anything. You're sitting around. You're watching. You're waiting for the world powers to decide what's going to happen. You're waiting for a code word. While you're waiting for probably weeks, you're watching the opposition. Watching them set up checkpoints, do patrols, figure out what they're doing. See uh, which ones are scared because you know they're dangerous. Which ones are showing a lot of bravado because they're probably careless. And this is all information you might need depending on what others decide. This never happened. But these organizations existed all over Europe. The reason we know about them, the reason they're public, is because some of them, particularly in Italy, uh, well, they waited around so long well, they got they got a little bored. And let's just say they engaged in some extracurricular activities that made the news. That's when the existence of these things broke. I wanted to talk about this for two reasons. The first is there's a lot of apprehension about what's going to happen after the election. I just want to remind people that the United States government has continuity of government plans for other countries and has had them for decades. They certainly have them for the United States. Most elected officials don't even know they exist, but they do. The other reason I wanted to talk about it is because that highly trained person who looked out their window, they waited. They waited. They were trained not to respond at every provocation, to wait for that code word. To respond rather than react. It's something that... uh, we as a society might want to take to heart. It's a good lesson. The reality is we have turned into a country that thrives on the 24-hour news cycle and hot takes. People saying a lot, but really saying nothing. Sensationalism appeals to emotion. Things that evoke a reaction. In most cases, it's better to wait to see what happens when the dust settles and respond rather than react. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.